Hello, thanks for joining the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. Uh, with me today, I have my friends back, Susan Tweed and Rachel Barnett. Um, Rachel, I wanted to ask you, tell me a little bit about your husband and what your favorite thing is to do together. Okay, well, um, if we were to ask my husband, his favorite thing to do is to go to the beach. So um, we like to do that often. Um, but my favorite thing is food. <laughs> so um, we like to Yelp very inexpensive places, like little hole-in-the-wall hole places to eat. And oh, that's fun. what we do on our date nights. Yeah, it's amazing how much Yelp can help now. <laughs> yes. Yelp helps. Yelp, <laughs> yeah. Yelp yeah. helps, for sure. Uh, Susan, what about you? Tell me about your husband and what you guys like to do together. Yes, there's so many things we like to do together. John is just so fun. But just like Rachel said, we're foodies. We mm -hmm. love food. We love a good bargain. We <laughs> do, but um, mainly travel. We oh, love yeah. to explore new places, and um, even in California, wherever it may be, and for, you know, for us to look up those little gems, mm -hmm. whether it be a garden or a museum yeah. or whatever. But just traveling and going somewhere we've never been, and having that curiosity and that fun together is um, is what we enjoy. Oh, that's great. Well, that's fun to hear because this time in our series on being girl moms, we're going to talk about teaching our daughters about dating. Uh, how do we prep them for dating? How do we help them once they start the dating process? And I think we've all kind of decided that this whole preparation for dating starts young because you want to teach them to date someone with the right character. Uh, there's an interesting passage in Galatians 5, 7 through 9. Uh, it says, You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. So even the context there was uh, a passion for legalism that was against the gospel. It's a true principle that, you know, somebody can hinder you from obeying the truth. That leaven, a little leaven, a little bit of negative influence can really permeate a whole life. So we want to make sure that we teach our daughters to look for guys who have good character, right? Yes. Uh, character is so important. I think one of the things we decided is that, you know, it's important that these guys have good relationships with their own families to start out with. Uh, how have you guys seen that to be true? Yeah, it's from my perspective with that, I've had my daughters have boyfriends who were not close with their family mm -hmm. and didn't want to spend time with their family and or didn't have a great healthy relationship with their mom in that way. And I noticed the difference in a boy that does really cherish, value, and respect his mom specifically yeah. and his family is completely different. He then loves and enjoys hanging out with us as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge part is um, making sure that they do have enjoyment and respect and love for their own family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Um, someone who does spend time with their own family is going to want to spend time with their girlfriend's family. Right. So that would be an, just a natural thing for them. Yes. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's important that we uh, draw attention to whether they're willing to follow their own family rules. 
I mean, if there are people who are constantly defiant of their father's rules or their parents' rules, that's kind of a red flag right there from the beginning. We want to teach our daughters to value men or boys who tend to be rule keepers. Yes. What about the work ethic? What have you guys seen with that as far as their grades or jobs? Or why is that important to look for a guy with a good work ethic? From, from my perspective, my girls, they always used to get the character trait ambition and mm. drive like yes, in yes. school. I, I always that. I was rooting for <laughs> yeah. meekness, right? And <laughs> yeah. they, they'd get ambition and drive. Yeah. And they all have uh, quite the um, sense of excellence in mm-hmm. all they do. Mm-hmm. And that can be one of those things that their fervor overshadows. Right. Whereas, you know, boys in relationships sometimes that don't take pride in their work or in their schoolwork or in a job that they're doing and just going through the motions, um, they may tend to overlook because they have so much fervor. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really, really important because that work ethic, yeah. you know, marriage, dating, it is work. Right. So that's going to reflect in any and everything um, for the future, if that is the right person. But mm-hmm. we really would want them to look for somebody that is using their gifts with excellence. Right. Absolutely. Definitely. And... Um, I would say, um, how do they work in the home with yeah. their family? Yeah. Um, participating um, with their dad in doing, you know, dad things, whether it's working on the car or putting up Christmas lights. Um, I know uh, one of my daughter's boyfriends, um, those are the things that he enjoys doing is, um, you know, getting his hands dirty. So um, just working hard for your family yeah. and to participate in the household is yeah. huge. That's great. And I don't see anything wrong with even helping our daughters to see that in some potential dating material. You know, look at these guys, look at this great relationship with his family, how he loves his family, look how hard he works, look at his good work ethic. Have you ever maybe pointed out select people and said, you know, hey, that seems like a great guy or anything like that, or you feel like that's going too far? What's your take on that? (laughs) Well, I am known to always point out those and to call out in public places approved, um, you know, teasing about arranging marriages for my daughter and and calling out um, specific boys whose character I saw in those ways. So I would certainly say yes. I did want to add to the family aspect too, though, what is so cute is when the boy loves their grandparents Mm, too and just honors that. And we've had um, current boyfriends now that were too busy to to come to one of our family gatherings or something because they were helping their grandpa oh, to put up Christmas lights, like yeah. Rachel says, or something. And that's just, that that is so precious. Yeah. But um, anyway, so grandparents, I love when they're in the loop as well, generationally, yes. and yeah. there's a soft heart yeah. um, to those seniors in that way. Yeah. Um, but yes, definitely calling out um, boys <laughs> with good character. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that's good. Um, what about, you know, how these guys treat her, how they treat your daughters? Uh, what would you look for there? Anything that you would, you know, guide your daughter to be noticing or anticipating or gravitating toward or maybe even saying that's a red flag, that's someone that you wouldn't want to be interested in? 
And how long was this podcast? <laughs> yes. Rachel, I'm going to let you answer that. I have, I have many answers on that one, so let's hear you first. Well, definitely um, they want to be a friend, yeah. somebody who yes. they talk to mm-hmm. and listens and wants to know about more than surface things. Um, one of our daughters, her very first um, experience in liking a boy, um, I would ask what kind of things that they would talk about. Mm -hmm. And it was very surface. Mm -hmm. And she would say how she would try to ask deeper questions, but it just wouldn't go anywhere. And I was like, like, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. But um, yeah, definitely someone who wants to know her more than just what she looks like. Yeah. The surface thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a funny thing because really, and we're Disney fans. So Mm -hmm. all of my daughters, probably like yours, grew up on Disney movies. And looking at that Prince Charming that's going to sweep away our daughter on Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, horse or whatever. And and so our daughters have lists. And I love to see what God will do to really not have it be the person they're attracted to, that, you know, hot guy on the outside that's the coolest, most popular. Mm -hmm. Um, But really looking for that character um, and the heart right. of, you know, of that particular boy. For our perspective with my husband and I, John, we, you know, encourage them to not pursue um, the boys themselves, but to really have a, a boy is showing interest in them, pursuing them so right, that they right. don't get carried away with feelings and fervor when it's all again on their side. Right. So we do ask that they not text outbound first, mm-hmm. but that, you know, they wait and have a boy text them right. initially to start a dating situation. We also ask that they come up to the door, mm-hmm. right? No honking when boys come to pick them up. Right. Uh, I mean, when boys come to pick the girls up, that they are not allowed to honk or text in that way that I'm here. Right. But to interact with us yeah. and just show the girl those respects, mm-hmm. as well as, mm-hmm. you know, niceties and etiquette, opening doors for them and those type of things. Showing the care for others is a big character trait, I would encourage my girls. And certainly red flags are going to be when the boy, you know, leads with physical mm-hmm. um, touch and so forth early, early on and isn't respectful in that right. way. So respect yeah. is a huge area. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, what about, you know, respect for or treating your family well? Uh, have you had any opportunity to encourage or maybe to direct Concerning those things, have you had any guys that didn't work so well with your family or some maybe that did and you said, that's a winner? (laughs) (laughs) We have a few winners right now, so I'm excited. How about you, Rachel? (laughs) Um, Well, we've definitely had both experiences Mm -hmm. um, where our very first experience with our oldest Um, She was not a Christian, and um, the boy that liked her was not a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did set rules that um, in order for them to have their weekly date, that he would come to church once Mm -hmm. a week Mm -hmm. um, so that he could hear God's standard. Um, And God does have standards on how um, we should treat one another, and and that carried on through their whole dating process. but I would say um, the best way that we've been able to do that is just cultivating relationships mm-hmm. with um, family members, with the, the parents of the person that our, our daughter is dating, 
and getting on the same page, mm-hmm. um, being unified in setting yeah. boundaries and um, establishing a relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's that's nice. It's interesting because that's the one I value the least, though I enjoy having them be nice to us because we've had a lot of Eddie Haskells over time. Oh, so right. I don't know if, right. <laughs> if from an Eddie Haskell standpoint, yes. if some of the listeners are younger than that, but that's the boy who is the con artist who's mm-hmm. nice to the parents, mm-hmm. but then completely different otherwise. Right. So knowing the actions outside our right. home speaks louder. I certainly love the fact that they would be kind. I know that um, one of my daughters, my daughter's current fiance really took it upon himself to get to know his, um, my daughters. Mm, so yeah. the sisters mm-hmm. of his now fiance, which was really cute. So as opposed to pleasing us, really getting to know all the sisters at all levels and purposing to spend time with them, knowing that they would make a big impact on my daughter's decision. I thought that was really cute and and really um, showed his heart. Right. Yeah. I think that's great too. Both of my daughters are married and their husbands go to great lengths to hang out with my son nice. and they do a lot of stuff together. So I really appreciate that. Yes. That's so cool. Well, one of the things for sure is if our daughters claim Christ or even remotely claiming Christ, it's important that we emphasize that they date a guy who loves God. I mean, yes. that's something that we just can't drop the ball on is making sure that they love God. Second uh, Corinthians 6.14 says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So if you're a believer, you have to be yoked together with another believer. You're not going to be tracking along that track like a work animal with someone who's on a different page. Uh, how do you help your daughters to see that that potential guy, his relationship with God is the most important thing that they need to, you know, be careful of and and focus on? Well, I think that from that perspective, knowing that they have a church that Mm -hmm. they are going to and that they did go to before they met my daughter. Uh, So in that sense, again, we may end up in the mode of rescue and recovery or, yes. you know, taking someone that's right. weaker under their wing. And I like the spiritual influence that my girls may have on someone, but I, it would be great that they were a part of a church yes. initially yeah. and known by that church body, um, serving in, in some way, yeah. ideally as well. I think right. that tells a lot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if it's Compass, great. Yeah. If it's another church, great. But yes, having that established time there at church is so important. I know, um, you know, even saying to my daughters, you definitely don't want to be with a guy who, if you're not at church, he's not going to (laughs) go. Yeah. You know, you don't want these guys to be going for your daughter. You want them to be going because they love God so that they would go whether your daughter's there or not. Absolutely. I think that um, time in the Word as well, you know, from um, a Bible standpoint would be critical. Again, all of those basic Christian principles we look at from serving, praying, reading God's Word, going to church would be important. And their um, verbal speaking. I've noticed with a lot of boys, if they're using God's name in vain or Mm. cussing, it's just a no-go. Absolutely. It's a no-go. You know, um, really the gates of the heart, you know, know, through the mouth. So that's really something that we ask them to be very aware of. I know I'm definitely aware of it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. I know for me, just, you know, working here at church and loving God and loving talking about the Bible and theology, I love the fact that with both of my son-in-laws, we would spend hours and hours talking about God. And <laughs> awesome. I remember my daughters even passing out on the couch as we're going <laughs> on and on and on about all these different things. But just so fun, you know, to really? see that emphasis on the relationship with God and how important that is. Um, any suggestions as to how you help them focus on the potential boyfriend or the guy they're dating on, you know, are they seeking God rather than that external appearance? Because the world's going to keep on pushing, you know, whether he's hot or not. And, you know, who cares? Literally, we all know 10 years after you're married, if they're sitting there with their feet up on a coffee table and a beer <laughs> watching, you know, the football game on Sunday, you're not going to care how hot they are. Right. So how do you help them to, you know, get past that constant appearance, 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 and get to, you know, valuing that guy that loves God? Well, I think... Um cultivating friendships. Um, you know, the person that you're dating should be your friend. Um, going into marriage, um, that's going to be your most important relationship. And um, so just constantly talking to one another and, um, and asking those questions. I love um, asking those questions of my daughter like, what do you guys talk about when you're together? Um, when you're going through something hard together, what do you, you know, how do you direct each other? What mm -hmm. kind of wisdom do you give? Mm -hmm. um, and it is so important that um, that the the guy is going to be that leader and that is going to um, direct um, your daughter to to God. Like, hey, we should pray about this. Um, yeah, that's great. I, I think that's so good and so important. And I know that, you know, we will spend a lifetime helping them to gauge character properly. Yes. Um, at the same time, I know the three of us came up with a few practical rules we thought would work. I think we came up with eight of them. Oh. Uh, the first one was, you know, as you're dating, keep hanging out with your good or godly friends. How, how would you comment on that? Yes. That's that's a big deal, and that was learned right in our home when um, my daughter had her first boyfriend, and she just wanted to spend all the time with him and ditched her girlfriends, mm -hmm. and that was rough because yeah. when that relationship ends, and you never Even know, they don't think it's ever going to end. It ne never seems like it because there's the happily ever after right there. <laughs> um, they go a little fast. So from that perspective, definitely intentionally keeping girl friendships, even a day a week where they will make, right. um, you know, dates for coffee right. and everything else. And not just um, from a friendship broad point of view, but having accountability with a few wise, godly friends as well mm -hmm. that they can talk about the relationship yeah. with that are objective yes, and that are willing to tell them right. some things that they notice that yeah. may be hard things that they haven't looked at right. about the boy. Yeah, totally. And I've seen too, you know, uh, the problem of if they start 
spending way too much time with that boyfriend, uh-huh. it becomes to where that is their only friend. And then if they see red flags or think, you know, this maybe isn't the right guy, it's harder oh, to yeah. break it off be because yeah. now it's my only friend. I have no friends anymore. For sure. All my friends have developed these own patterns or whatever, and it's just me and him, and I can't break it off because I don't want to be alone. Yeah, for sure. What about uh, helping them to keep God as their priority through the whole process? I mean, how do you help them so that they don't just put too much emphasis on this relationship to the point of where it becomes more important than their relationship with God? Well, I think those parameters, um, helping them set up boundaries for themselves um, is good. Um, Not that we have, oh, you can only hang out with him this amount of time, but just, you know, making sure like, hey, you know, How's our DVR going? Are you know? Mm-hmm. Are they still prioritizing um, school and serving and doing all of their other things with excellence mm-hmm. um, before they're just constantly scheduling dates and time out with right. their boyfriend? Yeah, um, those other um, those other commitments that mm-hmm. they already have are just so important, and they right. don't want to lose sight of those. So if you had a teenage daughter at home who was dating and you felt like, like you said, DBR, daily Bible reading, she's not reading the Bible or her grades are dropping or whatever, do you feel that you would have the authority to say you need to cut back on your dating or cut back on this relationship? How would you tackle that? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's what we're supposed to do as parents, right? Mm -hmm. Guide them and train them in in the way of the Lord Mm -hmm. and our priorities should be his priorities. Um, So definitely um, we don't have any problem saying, oh, you know, you're not going to have a date this week until we get caught up on what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I think it's even more important when they are dating to have that time, not that you know, just mainly because of the wisdom and discernment that God word, God's word is going to have, as well as relationships in the Bible that did and didn't work. I mean, there's so many great stories mm-hmm. of self-control or mm-hmm. lack of it right? Totally. <laughs> and, you know, sin and so forth. And just to keep their eyes open and that, um, you know, having that sort of the spirit in mm-hmm. them constantly is critical, mm-hmm. especially when dating. So keep hanging out with your good friends, keep God as your priority, taking things slow. Uh, Do you guys have an age that you allow your kids to start dating or what would you suggest or what's worked or not worked? Well, we do. We have an age in our home and our age was 16 Mm -hmm. as a guideline to potentially start again, kind of like driving in that sense. Some of my girls drove at 16, some at 17, just depending on their responsibility. So it's really based on that. Mm -hmm. Um, When you said taking it slow, I thought you meant taking it slow in terms of them not going to the altar in their mind right away. Because yeah, that's part of it. It is part of it because I think that again, as girls, they've been thinking of this their whole life. They played house mm-hmm. and, you know, why the boys were playing army, they were, had a baby doll mm-hmm. and they were playing house and wife. Totally. So their expectations and thoughts and emotions mm-hmm. really go very quickly. Right. So I really attempt to just say, hey, let's right. take it a day at a time, yes. not get ahead of ourselves, um, you know, completely seek God on yes. this and just don't 
don't go too fast. I've met with many high school seniors who are weeping on the other side of the table because they're not engaged yet. Mm. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it is. It's something that, like you said, especially as Christian girls, I mean, it's a good thing. God wants them to value marriage, and they do, and they just have a hard time taking it slow. And with that, it's interesting because three out of four of my daughters, one's in high school, so she wouldn't say this, but the three that aren't anymore, uh, they all say they wish they wouldn't have dated in high school Mm. because it was a distraction to Mm. their regular things. It was highly emotional. The breakups were very, very difficult and they, you know, really didn't know what they were looking for and Mm -hmm. weren't mature enough. And though the high school girls always do desire those relationships and I get it, I did too. Yeah. So, but at the same time, it's not like the most important thing. Right. Yeah. And I'd say helping them too, prepping them for how to handle those breakups properly. Oh, yes. You know, how to see it as a part of life and yeah, it's going to hurt your feelings and you're going to feel like you don't even want to get out of bed in the morning and all this (laughs) stuff is normal. Yeah. I remember daughters being broken up with and literally they did not want to get out of bed. I get out of bed. A lot of cookie dough. (laughs) eaten on couches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we also said no operation makeovers. How would we say that? Summarize that real quick. Do you want to, Rachel? Um, Fixer uppers? Yeah, Yeah. yes, yeah. That's right. Um, Right, these aren't like rental properties or whatever. No, (laughs) the the whole rescue and recovery and, you know, deciding to dress them the right way and prop them up and do their hair and make them Instagram ready. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. but even in all areas of their yeah. life, yes. like even from a God perspective, yes. I love inviting them to church Yes, from that aspect. But right. again, if they don't have their own and so forth, right. they just have to be aware and wise, but yeah, no rescue and recovery. Right. Yes. And usually I think that's the hotter, more popular, whatever, who needs a little work and I'm going to fix him and make him Prince Charming, <laughs> right. you know? I mean, cause doesn't that happen? And the answer is no. Never. <laughs> I know. I pray against that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about letting the boys lead in the relationship? I mean, what about even like, you know, with the boys paying for the date? I mean, I know there's a lot of girls out there who they have the money and they'll drive the car and they'll pay for the date. And how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one because, um, one of my daughters, she does, she has a job and she drives and her boyfriend doesn't. Right. And I mean, he's just a little bit younger and he desires all those things and he works hard within his home. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, she doesn't mind paying and I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing, but it is good to know that um, that's a good thing for your future husband who is going to support and lead the family. And yeah, you want someone with that that drive and desire to lead. Yeah, I think it's important that our girls are generous. And I think that, you know, they're generous and fair as well and don't aren't entitled or just expect it. Right. But I do love when, again, a boy is you know, going to pay and or offer and or my daughter will certainly offer to split it or something like that. There are certain days and times that it's not okay to split, mm-hmm. like a certain mm-hmm. celebration right. if it was her totally. birthday or yeah. something, yeah. you know, in that way. So I think that they just have to watch that. Um, mine can tend to be too generous right? in yes. that way. Yeah. I, I think that too, what I've seen with my daughters as well is 
well, with one and not the other, let's just put it that way, <laughs> is, you know, it's like they want the date, so they're going to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Mm. It's like, no, you know what? Wait till he can afford to pay for it or whatever. Let let him take the lead in the relationship. Let them initiate, like you said earlier, the texting. Let them come to the door. Let them pursue you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's interesting because my husband is always telling the girls, you know, he's not that into you unless he does pursue you. You yeah. don't have to ask friends. You don't have to right. try to get someone to text right. them to ask them. You you right. don't have to do anything. Right. If the guy is, not, if he's into you, he will be contacting you. He will be like John Tweed was on yeah. your doorstep yeah, and not yeah, ever totally. leaving. So yeah. um, the the thing about what you just mentioned too, Stephanie, about the different areas for him to lead, I'd also say let him um, decide where you're going to go on the date. Mm. Because I think as women, again, we have, you know, just like the prom proposals, everything gets so big and out of control yeah. right. that the guys, you know, we're just leading them around on a leash to tell them what we want all mm-hmm. the time. I think it's really cool to really enable them to come up with what it is and right. appreciate what they do plan out on a date Absolutely. and not take away all of that ability to to lead, but just to see um, what they can come up with. Right. Well, we need to get through these last three real quick. Uh, Our sixth is keep yourself from the potential to compromise. Can you throw in one statement about that, the potential to compromise? How would you help them in that area? Don't allow them to be on the couch alone. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, and not texting late uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, texting in terms of, you know, past midnight or, right. you know, for high schoolers past 10, mm-hmm. that c- can compromise um, them right. as well. Right. Yes. And I told my daughters, and this needs no explanation, that once the motor is running, it's really hard to throw on the brakes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you always have to remember that. You don't want to get that motor going. That's right. And then, you know, don't do it for the photo. Don't rush into this so you can post an Instagram photo about your official dating relationship or, you know, the flowers that you got or the proposals or whatever. You will have the photo. I mean, these kids live in a photo-saturated world. Just relax when it comes to the photo. That's right. Absolutely. The photo can wait. Facebook official was the you know term in the past, but yes, I have complete agreement. Yes. Well, we are super, super out of time this time. So next time, we're going to look at just teaching them about marriage in general. So thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, uh, share, comment, like, tell your friends, email us at wf at compasschurch.org with any questions that you have for us or topic suggestions, and we really look forward to meeting with you next time.